Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. What's up, heroes? Welcome to my Hero Academia After Show. Today, we're going to talk about Episode 14, otherwise known as Episode 77, Bright Future. Yeah. Also, we got box office numbers for you from for Weathering With You, which are really good. But yes, Very we're starting excited. so upbeat, but this no, is a deep-ass <laughs> episode. Oh my well, gosh, I mean, this I got mean, dark, but we knew it. We knew it was coming. Guys. We did. I don't want to be the one to say that I told you so. Right? We did kind of go, you are right. I just don't want to say anything. We'll talk about it clearly. But yeah, it's interesting how how everything led up to here. And it's more than I even thought with Well, before we get to a character name, we should say our names. Oh, yes. Yes. yes, yes. (laughs) What's up? My name is Carrie Lane, and I'm joined by my awesome other, also pro hero, and then the other pro hero. (laughs) Pro hero, Ollie Drennan. You know, I'm I'm the dream hero, and Carrie, what hero are you again? I I guess with my red hair, we can go fire hero. The fire hero. I'll take that. Okay, yes, yes, You know, I'm a Leo. Fire sign, it works. I'll take it. You're kind of in line with, like, Endeavor, Todoroki. But way better, way cooler (laughs) than Endeavor. I'm like, not not all, like, abusive to my family members. More likable for sure. Yes, thank you. <laughs> uh, we do have a live chat. Welcome everybody who's joining us live. If you're watching it later, please comment down below. Thank you so much for everybody who's been commenting and liking the videos uh, before. We love hearing your feedback on the show. And like last week, uh, shout out, there was somebody who had commented how, which I'll grab their name, how the ladies have not been doing as much, but this time they have... I would say they're stepping it up, and yes. I'm so happy for it's that. So nice. I'm gonna grab your name so I can Absolutely. give you. a Well, shout out, out to uh, people in the chat right now: Marcus Ritchie, yes. Butterfly Seven O Two Angel, Renji, Raindrops on Roses. Thank you guys so much for tuning in yeah. live, because you are part of the show just as much as we are. Yes, <laughs> uh, it is Baron of Hell. Nice, oh, nice I username. Said <laughs> so love the anime, but they don't do the lady heroes very well. We get multiple episodes of dudes doing their hero thing, but the ladies are just an afterthought. Dude, I agree. Preach, preach. I couldn't agree more. Yes, but this episode, I think they stepped up more. I think the last one they did, so I'm glad it is changing up. I'm so glad. Um, so first thoughts on this episode. I mean, we've kind of touched upon it a little bit, but now it's really, <clears throat> you know. I think with yeah. this particular episode, it felt, I feel like, oh, we have to keep in mind, a lot of these episodes are 20 minutes long. They're if anything. short. They're super yeah. short. And we have to, like, lessen that with the credits and whatnot. Yeah. But, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Go dark. Go heavy. I mean, I was living, but also feeling extremely sympathetic, which we'll talk about more yeah. in depth, with someone like 
the villain arc and whatnot. Mm. Yeah, that that's was true. Insane, and I love that they didn't show that in like the um, the teaser. The teasers and whatnot, because mm. they show some things in the teasers, which we kind of Oh, I know. Like, I'm like, oh, don't tell me too much. Yeah. I know. I love, but w- even with the teasers, they don't give a whole lot with. Yeah. Which, week after week. But, oh, my gosh. With, <laughs> with Sir Nighteye and some of the things that <gasps> R. I, I was kind of like. Y'all. Mm, I, I don't want to, like, delve right into it. but Go like, for it. No, go for it. Do it. I just think, like, it's just a very powerful message that. You, with anyone watching this, it's kind of like, take your future, take your fate into your own hands. Mm. That's like one of the most important lines I feel like my hero really exemplifies is that you're powerful enough to kind of like redefine fate and what people are telling you. No, make your own fate. It's very simple, very short and put to the point. But like, I really love that, like, obviously with a character death. It's very sad, but at the same time, it's very... I, I feel like it was probably one of the most important episodes of My Hero to date, in my opinion. Well, it's our first, like, hero death, right? right? I'm like, nobody... Like, very true. Yeah, and I applaud it as a show and manga, and we're only covering the show, so please, manga readers, no spoilers ahead. You all do an amazing job of not saying anything, so shh, no spoilers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the show did a great job of uh, having a character death, and I like that they went for it because this is serious and dangerous work they do. It almost feels uh, there's no stakes if no one dies. Like, really, nobody, no, all this, y'all are risking your life every day, and nobody dies. Nobody gets that seriously hurt. Like, this one, people are seriously hurt. Recovery girl can do what she can, but, like, right. they still have broken bones, they have bandages, I remember, and we have a death. Yeah, and I remember a couple of maybe even seasons ago when she was talking about Deku, like, I can't repair. She's like, <laughs> I can't repair Zip. this much yes. anymore. So it makes sense. And even, yeah. like, uh, Aerie, Aerie is not really... Mm-hmm. So she can't repair anything because of her current state. So it just... It was very unfortunate how things turned out. But yeah. I feel like, in terms of storytelling, they turned out very beautifully. Yeah. And I think they told it very well. They handled it well. Because it was... I felt it was sad, but we kind of felt it was coming. Right. Like, it was an injury that we saw last week, and we're like, I don't think he's going to make it. He's- and I like it was such a character we care about, but it's not awful if they die. Right. I know that sounds really bad, but, you know, like, it, like if Mirio died, <laughs> I'd be like, no! I know. But they made us care about Nidai. Because, yeah. And we he, care about him because the other people care he had about ta- him. He had attachments to... Um, all Might, yeah. Deku, clearly, yeah. Mirio, but also... <laughs> yeah. It was uh, insane. It was, yeah. it was insane. And then, yes, death of hero characters. Because we have had a villain death. Because Big Sis died. Uh, but I'm like... <laughs> heroes. So, yeah. Which like, people we care... Well, though we can care about the villains, too. Uh, I think... Uh, mm, well, Coda's parents were killed, but that happened in flashbacks. Said right. Renji. Yeah, true. But I feel this was never a big... Met, we never this met was, them. Yeah, this was a deeper, more important one. And again, we feel it through the other characters. Like, seeing Mirio cry at his bedside. I'm like, that was this is just tough. animated, but I'm going to cry because you're crying. Like, no. Uh, but I liked the opening. We get to see the fight from a new perspective. Because I like how anime does that, where they come back to a moment we've already seen, but they change the camera angle or change who's telling that moment. And we 
get that last kind of moment with Deku totally, like, uh, overhaul KO'd a bit. Uh, Aizawa and, uh, with chronostasis. Tamaki to the rescue! I was so happy. I was like, we love yes! that. Yes! <laughs> Thank you. With the swordfish. Yeah! Stabbing Tink. him. <laughs> I live for that for sure. It was so good. Uh, I thought it was great. I'm glad we got to see him, that he's okay. Uh, the court getting stronger with Aerie. I was like, oh no. But I was so glad that this was a great moment uh, where uh, Aizawa was able to, I was like debating which name to use. her. Well, yeah, like turn it off. I'm like, perfect. And he even says later, like, I'm the only one who can really control her. So she gets quarantined, which I feel is unfortunate in a way, but like safer for everybody involved. Even her, because then it's emotional trauma for her if she hurts people and she can't control it yet. So it's like, okay, let's mm. let it calm down first. She still needs a lot of growing in terms of yeah. harnessing her power. Oh yeah, because I mean, we don't want to. Yeah. we don't want to fast forward. Yeah. Re- rewind. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Rewind Deku to like mm-hmm. baby Deku. We don't want. We do not want baby Deku. Yeah. I'm sorry, baby Deku fans, but we don't want baby Deku. Yeah. <laughs> You're like mm-hmm. no. no. Though uh, Veronica be like, yes, we do. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And uh, Veronica and Jamie will be back next time. They're just not here this week. Uh, so shout outs to them. I know Veronica would be like, no, baby Deku. But Jamie's like, mm. yeah, we're all we like, need, no. We need adult a Deku. Teenager yes. slash adult yes. Deku, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so we also get the really quick flashback, which ties in for overhaul, is how he protect the honor of the family. So it was interesting that the Yakuza, like, you might think of them as villains, but they have a lot of honor to their system. And overall, I don't feel as as honorable as this group he's part of, but I like that that's such as, like, mm, internal mantra, essentially, like, Mm -hmm. keeping that honor. Regardless of whatever he's called, he is kind of, like, this character who will die trying to defend the people mm-hmm. that he cares about. Yep. And even if it is deemed as villainy, villainous, whatever, yeah, he will, I mean, he will go out mm-hmm. fighting, whether he's being bullied, whether he's, you know, being targeted as something as evil, he will stop at nothing. And it's just very crazy, even though I don't agree with <laughs> the lengths that he'll go through right. by any means. He's a character that I don't necessarily like, but wow. I have, yes. You respect him a little bit. I mean, maybe not respected him, but I felt for him in the, what happened to him, you yeah. know? Well, see, I was going to say, we'll pause on that. Right. But yeah, I liked Rocker grabbing him out of the air. I was like, good, thank you. She's <laughs> doing something of like, she's like, I got Finally. this. I, I mean, I, I just love when anime characters will shout their attack moves gunmetal martial arts. I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though he was kind of subdued already. I was kind of I like, know, but at least she did something. She's like, I need to do something in this situation. Uh, side note from Raindrops on Roses. Is this the first fight deck for Deku where we don't get any type of All Might-based flashback? Because if so, then that's a super important character moment. I hadn't thought of it, but that's true. He doesn't think any moment back to All Might giving him any sort of message. He's so focused in that moment of defeating Overhaul, keeping Aerie safe, and having to go as 100% as he can because otherwise he's going to rewind. So, yeah, that's a good point. Thank you. Yeah, and I think it makes sense because, I mean, he met Aerie when All Might... Yeah. All Might was not even in the picture. Yeah. All Might was still very... He's All Might doesn't have his powers anymore. Yeah. So this was 
literally this whole arc kind of stems from him becoming a hero without any any outside help from All Might, mm-hmm. any influence from All Might. So it makes sense. Yes. You know, this was finally his arc of becoming a hero on himself with the help of Mirio yeah. and all of his peers. Uh, also, back to Rarka. Yes, uh, Marcus Ritchie says, Gunhead Martial Arts! Yes! Gunhead Martial yes! Arts! <laughs> I like that she can fight, too. And uh, Butterfly says, and yes, we need more girl moments. I agree. I, need, I, I feel agree. a little bit more. I Froppy just, was barely in this episode. Fro- where is my Nezre? Nezre was in this episode. But come yeah, on. We barely. need the girls. Bring yep. the girls out, please. Mm-hmm. Where are they? They can do it, too. But actually, not the girls, but carrying someone. I want to mention that moment when Tamaki's carrying Mirio out. I was like, I'm so happy you mentioned that because I was like, it's so precious. Ah, my heart. It's our other ship that we're like, "Mm, you know, that'd be really cute. (laughs) They're a really cute thing. It was very cute. It was very sweet too, of like him helping and like he had idolized Tamaki idolized Mario, and now he's the one carrying his idol of like, I got you. Because Mario, Mario, he got. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. For sure. Uh, So we get Aries Quark frozen deck. Oh. Also, Deku moment that was really kind of quick, but I liked it. He is even protecting her when, like, he collapses, and she collapses, and he holds her head so it doesn't hit the ground. I was like, oh, and Aizawa turns her off, essentially. She goes to fall. Deku's like, I got you. Mm-hmm. Oh, Deku, even in those moments, I thought that was sweet. Um, okay, though, Deku and Nighteye, when he's going in the ambulance, I know he's going to die, but I was like, Deku! Talk to him later. Can we talk in the ambulance? I even wrote, I'm like, hurry up. Like, wh- why? I hate that moment that even the ambulance people go, okay, you can have a moment with him. Like, no. Like, no. Go to the hospital now. <laughs> right? Anybody else? I was like, no. Why are you waiting? Where's the sense of urgency? Like, it's okay. He has a giant hole in his body. It's cool. You can Literally, his body's like torn in half. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ah, but whatever. It's okay. Uh, then we get our, we have 11 Hasakai members caught. That was our kind of side note of how many the police grab. League of Villains. Oh, this was kind of a change of pace with stuff. Not surprised that they're still involved, but I was like, oh, no. I like Spinner. They're like, hey, Lizard Man. He's like, it's not my name. <laughs> Poor guy. He's like, guys, come on. I forgot about him. Respect. It's so funny. I'm it's like, a little driver. Oh, yeah, yeah, that guy. Season three. I'm like, I remember well, you. Because he was more with Stain, and I don't think he loves Shigaraki, but he'll join them kind mm, of a thing. Just because they're bo- they're all deemed as villains, so it's yeah. kind of hard to, like, oh, all like, right, oh, sure. I'll join you. Yeah. To benefit the villainry and whatnot. I liked Sand Hero Snatch, which I thought was a funny written text. I thought that just sounded funny. Um, he was cool for... For a until, hot second. Until he got compressed. Yeah. Though, fire and sand makes can make glass. So I was like, wait, can... Because, you know, when lightning hits sand, it can make glass. Apparently so not in this episode. I don't... So somebody in the chat, they feel she's... De- they feel he's dead. Uh, I... He's in the little... The ball thing. Uh, remember the little... Mm-hmm. The compression. Yeah, there we go. Thank you. Uh, so, uh... I I think he's probably dead because um, he's in there with fire, but maybe. Yeah. We'll see. Because what's his face? I think it was um, 
Mm. I want to say it's Dobby. Dobby. Dobby oh, was yay. the one who said the that. Memory, he's yes. probably, he was yeah. kind of joked. Oh, he's probably dead. Yeah, he's probably dead. I'm like, okay, yeah. goodbye, Stan Hero. I wrote down, I wrote, oh, well. I thought he was cool, and then it's like, oh, no. It was interesting. I'm like, yeah. oh, he's going to stand up to the villains. Uh, there's more villains than him. Yeah, he. They're very smart. Good, They're very. Very well calculated. planned. And overhaul. Oh, okay. So now we'll get into that meaty slash not so meaty bit. Because disintegrated by Shigaraki and cut off. So Shigaraki goes, okay, so you can't use your quirk now. But I don't know if that's necessarily true yet. And again, please no spoilers. Because I'm curious what overall... We didn't really get into the details of how it works. Like Bakugo, it's specifically like his sweat. and But the thing is, could he do like, you know, from his forehead and use it? So with overhaul... Does he have to touch things with his hand? Could it be something else? Mm-hmm. Can he get skin grafts or something like that? Does it have to be his skin? And like, I, I don't know. I, it, Do you feel he's done? To me, it seems like he just needs his hands. Yeah. And I feel like that was the most harmful thing you could do to overhaul is take away yeah. his, his hands, his ability to use his quirk and... I love that the fact. I that the, love that. I though. love I'm the like, fa- Yeah, I love the fact that the villains don't kill. The villains will take. That's true. The villains will do something even worse to you rather mm-hmm. than kill you. They're gonna torture you by taking away your quirk for life. Mm-hmm. Because if Overhaul can't use his quirk with his fingers, his whatnot. Yeah. What life does he have? Oh, he's gonna That's- be so upset. And that was treacherous. And I... He's so out of it right now, too. He's just so... I don't understand what's going on. I don't think this... I felt bad for him. Even though oh, like, he <laughs> did... Even though like, he abused the crap mm-hmm. out of Ari, I was thinking to myself, oh my mm-hmm. gosh, I feel... I feel bad for Overhaul. And I can't believe I'm saying that, but damn. Like, I feel that he is completely, renderlessly useless at this point. He's... Yeah. He doesn't have a quirk. I don't think he's had... He has been so powerful. Right. That nobody has been able to stand up to him. And so I think he's just in a daze right now of can't even comprehend that he's lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like this in the chat. says uh Renji said, Shigaraki literally took everything from Overhaul. Nothing... Not, not just his quirk, quirk, but his name, his goal, everything he sacrificed. That, and it pretty much just led to nothing. That's a good point of like that's... But that's the way to really destroy someone. It's not just, yeah, if you kill them, it's done and quick. But it's like, no, you want to make them suffer. Right. Uh, and a few people in the chat are saying, no, um, his body, because Compress says, like, no, its upper body can only turn to sand, so he's pretty much dead. Aw, but um, I, I'm i curious to see how far, if what we'll see for overhaul, because I like how like i guess i don't know if that's quite the right word but shiraki goes oh well i have to cut it off otherwise it's gonna spread to the rest of your body darn was oh oh it felt like a really fitting punishment in a way but it was interesting coming from a villain mm-hmm. a villain destroying this other villain and it was funny how like I, but i love that huh? because i feel like we don't get that in like comics these days we don't get the villain villain versus villain we always get the hero versus villain so it's always just very it's like a very interesting like gray component to kind of like delve into a villain versus villain Mm -hmm. and like what it is to be a villain or what it is to kind of like 
fight fire with fire and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoyed that. Like my hero is really tackling that. Yep. And rather than the boring old stale, like <laughs> good versus evil. No, it's more interesting. Yeah, for sure it to is. see the different shades of gray in there. Uh, and the Tanisha- different, the, sorry, the yeah. different shades of villainry and mm-hmm. whatnot, and what it is to be a villain. Like the ones from petty theft versus like destroying people and right. then being evil. We'll go with uh, Tanisha said. Nah, Overhaul tortured a child. He got up lucky. Hashtag Team Shigaraki. <laughs> hashtag this one time. All right, I like it. Um, and then Marcus says, I guess revenge for Big Sis Magne's death. Yeah, fair. Very true. I, I think it's absolutely fitting. I, I, I don't know if I feel bad for him, but I, I can acknowledge it sucks. Like, oh, of all the things to really hurt you, I feel this is probably the biggest, like, moment mm. for him. And it was really cool just to see those villains, like, just Shigaraki kind of reclaim yeah. their power. Yeah. Because this whole time we were yeah. focused on uh, Overhaul and Mimic and all of his stupid, yeah. annoying bird friends. Yeah. <laughs> and how they were just kind of, I mean, they failed regardless. But yeah. it was cool to kind of reclaim, see them reclaim their time, their power, through this crazy episode. Yes. Uh, leave a comment. Yes. Leave a comment down below. Do you feel Overhaul deserved it? Do you feel bad for him? Or is it like, ha, he got what you deserved? <laughs> Let us know. But, I mean, it's, it shows, it's a testament to the show that it makes you feel almost bad for a horrible person. That you feel for them. And so I, I appreciate shows that make you go, oh, I shouldn't feel bad for them, but I almost kind of do. But, yeah. Uh... So then we also have the other big uh, feeling bad in a good way in terms of you shouldn't feel bad is when Night Eye's be- deathbed and how he says, smile, a society without cle- cheer and humor will not have a bright future. Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh I, I, I didn't cry, but I was pretty close. But I think it's because I knew it was coming. We all knew it was coming. We're like, oh. But I'm glad he was able to see All Might one last time. And they essentially kind of made up a little bit. Like, no, I don't hate you. And they got essentially final words together. And poor Mirio. And then earlier, too, um, Bubble Girl is, she was so sad, too, of like, oh, no, it's the end. Because she was a sidekick to Mm -hmm. Cernai. And then, obviously, Mirio was kind of like the, yeah, he was the pupil. People to yeah, Sir Night Eye. So mm-hmm. all these, all the influence that Sir Night Eye had over everyone, including Deku at this yeah. point. So he really did play a point, a, a huge part in a lot of people's lives, and to kind of just see that like his change of heart and like his change of character, despite him mm. basically being on his deathbed. Yeah, it, it was very heart wrenching, and despite him dying or in the process of dying, I wanted to know this new Night Eye. I wanted yeah. to know where his head was at. I wanted to know where... Oh, okay. when he used his power on Mirio for one right. last second. I'm like, and it was why? very Yeah, it was very unfortunate in the fact that, like, Aerie was unable to use her rewind at this point because oh, she was subdued. Yeah. She was had a fever. So she, I yeah. was thinking, okay, maybe Aerie could be the key to uh, helping him revive him. But mm-hmm. this whole time, I feel like Sir Night Eye was in deep trouble of possibly dying. And so... It was very unfortunate that that he was in the process of dying, like I said. But I really wanted to know, like, this new Night Eye because he had so much his his whole he had a ch- huge change of heart. 
Mm-hmm. You know, this whole time he was thinking fate was written in stone, but this whole thing with Deku and Eri redefining fate, and I feel like he he made it more so like that Deku was the one who redefined fate. But I think last week we were like, I think it was Jamie or Veronica, but I agree that Eri really played a huge part in redefining fate. And I feel like it was more credited to Deku. But I'm thinking... Well, because people didn't understand her power yet. Exactly. But I feel like Eri really, really changed things. And Mm -hmm. without her, I don't know if... I don't know if we could have defeated overall. Oh, yeah. No way. I think because we had Eri's ability in the field of play, Deku could do what he did. Right. And I think Deku understands he could not have done that without her. Right. And I feel that will probably come out later. And I think a lot of other people don't really understand her quirk yet. Like, he literally experienced it firsthand. So he goes, right. oh, no, wait. And I think Aizawa got it because he goes, okay, well, he was a little bit aware of it. But I think the other people will probably come right. out later. Uh, also, I like that they don't, um, back away from the death in terms of they could have tried to heal him or something, but I kind of like the severity of the show, and I feel we've got, the show kind of eased you into that, which I like, because it makes it more real world. I, again, the stakes wouldn't feel high enough if everybody's like, oh, it's fine, we healed everybody. Be like, then everybody would be a hero. Be like, no big deal. Like, right. no, this needs to be serious. And like these kids, what they're doing is serious. So mm. I liked that it was in play, even though it's sad. And they tried as much as they could, even without Aerie. Like, mm-hmm. recover girl. Yeah. She couldn't do it. Yeah. She couldn't even help Deku in the in the previous seasons. Mm-hmm. So it just goes to show that, wow, like we're growing up. And mm-hmm. growing up means that you have to suffer sacrifices mm-hmm. and you have to make sacrifices. And you're going to experience loss as yeah. an adult, which yeah. some of these characters are experiencing. Yeah. We're getting so deep and heavy. And it's like, sad. Like, it yeah. really goes to show, I feel like we were younger. We, well, technically, we were, we were younger at the beginning of the series, but it really does go to show that that you are going to lose things in the process of gaining things mm. mm-hmm. through being a hero and defeating these villains. Yeah. So. I think they... The core group who's gone out into the field will really get it. So I'm curious how, when they get back into, like, gen pop idea of, like, the other people, how do you... And then also Lost, like, I'm curious... Well, uh, this is semi-leading into predictions, but how how do they deal with that? Like, how do they talk to each other about Lost and mentors losing your mentor and stuff like because the other students don't have that as much yeah but they were really worried yeah and we were and they were really worried with red riot being all bandaged up and they were oh no is he okay but luckily he's okay so luckily everybody else is okay but i think it's gonna get more intense so we'll see where it goes so before we get to your predictions, we're going to do a little bit of news and our special segment, and then we'll ta- do our predictions. So let's start with some news. A little bit of a palate cleanser for us, because I'm like, oh. All right, so we talked about Weathering With You last week, so it came out um, in limited release on the 15th and 16th. So the movie did very well, which is great. So it came out $180 million dollars on their U.S. run, which is amazing. That is pretty big numbers. For the U.S. run, for, for sure. For the U.S. That's so crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. You're like, yes, more anime in theaters. So worldwide, the film has grossed $358 million, which is like, what? 
but 235 of that is due to Japan's uh, run, and that was 29 weeks, and that came out earlier in July. So good job, U.S. people, for going out and seeing it. Also, it was the, where'd it go? Oh, so currently, Weathering With You ranks as the sixth highest grossing anime film of all time with $178 million behind films like Stand By Me, Doraman, uh, sorry, I butchered that a little bit. Uh, Ponyo, Howl's Moving Castle, Spirit Away, and of course, Your Name at number one. So, but what about Pokemon, the first movie? <laughs> <laughs> the most important anime film of our time. You're like, of, of our course, generation. Duh. <laughs> so, we'll see how more, how, what the rest of its run has. Uh, I do recommend checking it out. It's a really beautiful anime. Uh, similar to Your Name, it has some more abstract concepts. I start this way because I start like regular world stuff and then it gets a little more abstract. I feel some people might, that might be a little weird, but it's cool. And I like how they approach some of the subject matter. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, then that was our news. So for our word of the day, it's a little more of a phrase, which kind of works with this and they've said it. So it's, so the word is daijobu deska. So it's, are you okay? And that could work into like, uh, you okay? Or like, if someone looks like they're really tired and you know carrying up the stairs. I actually saw this on a program and it was cute. So this guy helps this little old lady to go up the stairs with her luggage, and he's like, "Daijobu deska," and he goes up the stairs carrying all the bags, and then he's huffing and heaving, and someone walks over to him, and he's like, "Daijobu deska." I thought that was the greatest, cute little way to learn it. So, "Daijobu," "Daijobu," "Des," "Des," "Ga." So pretty much makes the question like, are you okay? Like Daijobu is like, yes, that's the okay. So you can say Daijobu des, like I'm okay. So Daijobu deska. Daijobu deska. Yay! <laughs> so that's our word of the day. Our Japanese word of the day. Thank you. All right, now we'll be getting into predictions, but a couple quick comments. I was looking back at this again. Shout out to the people in the chat. Thank you so much for tuning in. And again, if you're watching this later, it's totally cool as well. Please leave comments down below. Click that like button and subscribe. iTunes, leave five stars and let us know what you thought about the show. So, uh, so Raindrops and Roses says, am I right in my interpretation that Aizawa was saying that he's now Aerie's guardian since he's the only person who can control her quirk? Did anyone else read that scene that way? I don't know if I saw him as a guardian, but I mean, essentially, he's an authority teacher figure that, yeah, sure, is Daddy Aizawa. I think he'll play a big part in the sense of, like, he can Help control. shape her, yeah. Because she can't control her quirk. Yeah, I th and I feel she's in good hands of, like, to trust someone, yes. Uh, then... <laughs> Yeah, go, go ahead. No, well, a step B said, I want a YouTuber villain. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. There's already so many YouTuber villains, let me Dad tell you. Dad <laughs> Zawa raindrops, yes. Okay. All right. Uh, oh, Renji says, I bet Bakugo will try to cheer up Deku and Kirishima. Oh, man, I've paid to see the day that Deku, uh, Bakugo tries to actually cheer someone up. I'm like, yeah, right. I would love to see that. Oh, uh, yeah, we'll see. All right, any prediction? We'll get into our predictions now. Okay. Ah. Uh, oh, Marcus says, referring to Aizawa, he said he'd be her guardian since her grandfather is still out of commission. That's true. Technically, she has no buddy who wants to take care of her right i'm like well her mother got rid of her her mom didn't die though so but her mom didn't care she need 
Aerie needs to be in a place of uh, positive reinforcement for sure, regardless. So I feel like Aizawa, if he is going to be her foster dad, that's great. I think it's good. He can not only uplift her, but he can also control her powers. That's the best parent. Be like, stop. (laughs) If it does get out of hand, for sure. But um, for in terms of predictions, oh my gosh, I don't even know. I feel like next episode, and speaking of speaking of next episode, I feel like it won't be a filler, but it's kind of like recuperating from everything. That, it's a breath of air, right? Recuperating okay. from everything that happened. Yes. We're going to see some awesome characters that I've been missing, like my yes. Jiro, like my. <laughs> Like my the rest of the class, I feel we haven't seen them in forever. Haven't gotten the spotlight, so they're going to kind of like shine their light, and hopefully, maybe their characters that have been in the, like the huge scene of the battle scene and whatnot can help maybe influence them and whatnot, and be like, kind of teach them because they haven't had the internships, they haven't had mm-hmm. like the experience that our some of our characters like Froppy, Araka, and yeah. Deku have had. So it's going to be like an interesting. Not filler episode, but kind of an episode to help educate everyone and get on the same path. Like, I mean... I do like those episodes where everybody gets on the same page of things. And the huge loss of, like, mourning Sernidae. I'm hoping that the two groups, those who have experienced everything and then those who didn't get to go out in the field, that they can help each other out because the experience of the field is beneficial for everybody. But I think those who haven't gone through it, I hope that they can offer comfort and support to those who probably are a bit traumatic after that crazy mission. I really hope it doesn't do, like, a split in terms of, like, you don't understand. You weren't there. I'm like, oh, please don't do that. I don't think it's going to, but I feel that that's something that's an easy, like, oh, you don't understand. You weren't there. You haven't gone through that loss. But I think everybody's going to have it sink in of, like, this is a little more serious. Uh, But we'll see. I'm excited for where they're going to go. I'm kind of hoping that they will all bond more because of this. Because we haven't seen, like, a lot of, like, uh, perspectives from some of the very extreme, like, uh, popular characters such as, like, Bakugo, yeah. Todoroki, and, you know. We're like, where are those people? So re- yeah. And Momo. Like, yeah. I want to know what they think of, like, everything that's happened. Yeah. So it's just really interesting to see, like, what their thoughts and perspectives are at yeah. this moment. So I'm curious for the next big arc, but we'll save those. And thank you for nobody doing spoilers. Because <laughs> the other thing, too, between anime and manga, sometimes things change a little bit. So Right. But I, I'm very excited to see where it goes. This show definitely keeps you hooked. So that wraps us up for this episode of A Bright Future. So <laughs> oh, I know we we're a little more serious and heavy talk today, but it was a good episode. Was, thank you so much for joining us, watching, and listening. Ollie, where can they find you online? Hey guys, you can find me on uh, Instagram and Twitter at Ollie Jammer and check out my cosplay page at uh, on, on Instagram at Ollie Cosplays. Somebody asked if you've done trunks. I'm I think not... with your your hair, they're thinking that. <laughs> I will, maybe I'll do trunks. We'll see. <laughs> okay. uh, my name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D Lane. That's K A R I D L A N E. Make sure to follow us as well on Twitter for the show's Twitter page, which is ABTV Anime. So we do a lot of press releases, movie announcements on there as well, photos for like figures that are coming out also starting today there's going to be a mini so not like this kind of an after show but like a mini after show for the newest 
arc of Sword Art Online. So if you're a Sword Art fan, tune in for that. I'll be hosting that, and we'll be having a lot of the English voice actors in, so I'm very excited to share that with all of you. And I'm also really excited in advance, the Crunchyroll Awards, which is coming oh. out <laughs> soon in February. And I'm like, oh, I want to watch a lot more anime because some of them I've seen, other ones I haven't yet. Leave comments on some of your favorite anime down below. All right, again, thank you so much for watching and listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Sayonara! Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.